Welcome to the Quit Vaping Podcast, the podcast designed to make you a non-listener. In this show, I'm not going to scare you away from a life of vaping. What I am going to do is show you just how good your life can be without it. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome back to episode 51 of the Quit Vaping Podcast. And today I want to tell you, remember, this is the second to last episode of the show, not because I'm quitting in the industry. It's just because I think that 52 episodes, a whole year of podcasting really is enough to get you the basic information you need to quit vaping and way beyond the basic information. So I want to say this before I get going today. As you learn and continue to grow and you continue to take action, you naturally and organically get better at things, right? Everyone can agree with that. So the point I want to make today is that do not wait until you feel ready or it feels perfect to go out there and take action. And I mean that with anything, whether it's quitting vaping, starting the business, going in like opening your Etsy shop or going and applying for the job you want or applying for the school you want, whatever your dream is, asking the person out. Do not wait until you feel ready because readiness is an emotion that you feel from your thoughts and you can just choose to feel ready. And the reason I say that today is because perfectionism, first of all, is a worthiness issue. Why do we want to be perfect so that we don't have to fail? Why don't we want to fail so that we don't have to feel unworthy or not good enough? Pretty much. It's, it's always comes down to a worthiness issue when it comes to perfectionism. It's good to know that. So the reason I'm saying that today is because I started this podcast on episode two and my second episode was called the only two method. And that was my two things that I teach people in order to quit vaping, your thoughts and your emotions. Now, as I've gotten better at teaching this information, I'm redoing my course right now. It's going to be so much better. I'm enrolling everybody who's already bought it. As long as I can contact them um, with their email, I'm going to enroll them automatically to the new program as kind of like a special gift for being early adapters. And this program is so good. It's going to be so much better than the old one. And I say that with so much love because I think the old one was good, but it's going to be amazing. And I want to say that also is the only reason that I'm making a better program now is because I've put out the first program in a lot of uncertainty. Okay. So don't wait to feel ready to quit vaping. Don't wait to feel ready to put out your program or to create a business or to go and act for the first time or get up on a stage and do stand up or go again, ask the person out, go and move to Spain. Like I just moved to Spain one day. Did I feel ready? Absolutely not. Am I so happy I did that when I wasn't ready? Yes. Am I so happy I tried to quit vaping so many times when I didn't feel ready? Yes. Okay. So the whole point is don't wait because it's never going to get easier. It's only going to get more difficult as your current fears solidify without action. Okay. So today we're doing an episode. It is the second to last episode and it's my new and improved framework. It's called the only three reasons why anybody vapes. Okay, here we go. I hope you enjoyed the episode and keep in mind, please, that this isn't like the last thing I'm doing in this industry. I'm just starting to make content on other platforms. And I feel that 52 episodes of this specific podcast is enough of this specific podcast, but I will still be making vaping content, dopamine content, other addictions and numbing content. I'll be in the industry. You will see me around. Okay. So here we go. The only three reasons why you vape. Let's talk about them. All right. So there are only three reasons why you and anybody else in the entire world vapes. Okay. The first reason is nicotine addiction. And nicotine addiction is the only one of the three reasons that keeps you vaping but it's not one of the three reasons that made you get started in the first place, okay? So we're going to talk about each reason, then we're going to pick them apart and do some information to help you be able to quit more effectively, okay? So nicotine addiction itself is not as big of a deal as most people make it. That's not the issue. Nicotine addiction itself is like the tip of the iceberg on the top, okay? It's what everybody sees. It's what everybody blames. It's like they're blaming that for the problems, and that's why it's so hard. And like it's like the 
the stepchild that everyone's blaming, even though like the not stepchildren are the ones creating all the issues. So when it comes to solving problems in your life, and this is where a lot of the medical model gets it wrong these days with medicating over symptoms, is you want to look at the symptom, which is nicotine addiction is a symptom. It is not a problem. And you want to zoom out on the symptom and find out what is underneath the surface causing the problem. Okay. So when it comes to actually creating problems with your psychology, there's two things that are creating an issue like addiction. The first thing is your thoughts. Okay. The next thing is your emotions. So your thoughts are the reasons you do anything. If you think that nicotine sounds good and important and it helps you with dealing with emotions, you're going to have a desire to use it. Okay. And here's the important thing to understand. Desire is an emotion in your body and your emotions are caused by your thoughts. Again, desire, craving, urges, those are emotions in your body caused by your thoughts. Why is this so important? Because your thoughts create your emotions, which drive your actions. And the effect of your actions are your results. So if you are addicted to nicotine, that's the first reason why anybody vapes. It's the reason why people continue to vape, but it's not why they started. Remember, it's a symptom. So if you have the result of nicotine addiction in your life, you want to zoom out and say, why do I have that result? So let's look backwards. If I have a result, it means I'm taking actions or inactions to create that result. Yes. Does that make sense? So the actions I'm taking is vaping. Very, very clear. If I vape, I'm addicted to nicotine. Those are symptoms. Let's zoom out further, right? What's creating those actions? The emotions I have to use nicotine. Why do I have emotions to use nicotine? Like cravings, urges, and desires. It's not because of nicotine addiction. Nicotine addiction itself actually doesn't create cravings and urges because your thoughts create your emotions and cravings and urges are an emotion. That means that if we look at what's creating the emotions, the urges and the thoughts, it's not the addiction. It's actually our thoughts. That's it. So when we zoom out, addiction and vaping are symptoms. Your thoughts about vaping and your emotions that those thoughts create are the problem. So we need a cure for the problem. If you tried to quit vaping with willpower, it means that you have not changed your thoughts, which are creating the issue. That means that you're literally at will with yourself. That means I'm literally trying to change an action without changing my thoughts and that will not work in the long run. And that is why willpower works 1% of the time. And what I want to offer with this is the 1% of time that willpower does work. The only reason it continues to work is because organically your thoughts change as a result of doing the willpower stuff, which isn't something that happens for most people. So in life coaching, in the work that I do, where we get to the root issue, we intentionally learn the problem that's creating the symptoms, and then we learn how to deal with the problem. Okay? So when it comes to quitting vaping, there's three reasons why you do it. One is nicotine addiction. That's the reason why people continue to vape, but it's only one third of the reason, and it doesn't actually include the information of why you started to begin with. The reasons why you started and also the reasons why you're continuing is because you are using vaping to deal with emotions that are uncomfortable. In addition, your thoughts are creating emotions that make you want to vape, and that's it. So your thoughts need to be dealt with, pretty much. And then also, in addition, because I think it's important, you also need to learn how to deal with your emotions without using substances like nicotine, porn, social media, in some cases medications that are being abused. You know, I just, 
I'm not anti-medication, but let me be honest with you guys. I'm very much outspoken about medication being overused and abused, and it's no way to treat your mental health issues because if you know anything about medication, it doesn't treat, it covers symptoms, right? It's the exact same thing you're doing with vaping, but it's less stigmatized and it's um, more science-backed. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm pro-medication for a time and a place, but just be mindful that it's not ever going to solve your problems. So if you're on medication, the best thing for you to do is also go to therapy, find a licensed therapist. Um, that's kind of like a little caveat I want to just throw in here that medication won't actually cure. Medication covers symptoms. And yeah, we don't ever want to cover symptoms if we want to cure problems, right? So anyways, there's three reasons why you vape, okay? Nicotine addiction is one of them, and let's talk about that briefly. I just want to give you some basic information. Uh, a couple of episodes ago, I gave you the nicotine timeline, but I think it's important to give you that again. Nicotine itself is never going to kill you from withdrawals. It is impossible. Nobody has ever died from nicotine withdrawal, okay? It's a stimulant that is not that potent. Although we've been increasing the quantities in vapes, and it's artificially concentrated, even if you're a heavy vapor, it will be uncomfortable. You will probably get headaches. You will probably have trouble sleeping. You might even throw up. I've heard stories like that, but you are not going to die from nicotine addiction withdrawal. Okay. So that's important. Nicotine addiction withdrawal lasts anywhere from like, depending on how much you're using, like three days to at the most about two weeks. Maybe you can teeter on like the 15 to 19 day mark, but that's rare. And I would say that if you're there, you're probably not moving your body and drinking enough fluids and being healthy, right? So if you're a nicotine addict and you are using very heavily and you don't do any physical movement at all and you're not like drinking water and not doing anything to be healthy and promote your immune system function and your body to release toxins, then yeah, it might last longer. But if you are a healthy 17 year old kid or you're like and I you are a kid by the way for 17 so stop vaping <laughs> it's bad for your brain at that age especially when your brain isn't developed um, but if you're like 17 or you're even like in your 50s and you're moving and you're working out and you're drinking water and you're being relatively healthy the 10 to 14 day mark is the max really you'll be okay days three to five are when symptoms peak it's going to be uncomfortable expect that okay part of doing something that's uncomfortable is that that's a, the price you pay for growth so be mindful of that. It's okay to have discomforts in your life. What's not okay is when we numb over them with addictions. That's what's created the problem in the first place. So that's the nicotine withdrawal timeline, okay? You can look up symptoms online. Just don't make it a bigger deal than it is. The, the physical symptoms, the physical withdrawal are never the problem because you've literally gone through withdrawal every single time that you go to sleep. So that's never the issue. It's uncomfortable. It's not going to kill you. The real issue is that you're trying to quit while you still have thoughts that support nicotine use. And while you're still not knowing how to process your emotions that are uncomfortable, right? That's the issue. So you want to look at the physical cravings as one thing you can just put in a separate box. And then you want to look at the mental, the emotional cravings in a separate box. The physical cravings is a box that's like literally three millimeters high. It's tiny. It's like there. You know, it's there. You kind of got to look at it. It's got to be cleaned up. But then there's the mental emotional box. And that thing is like literally two meters tall. It's like six feet. I'm trying to give the metrics that like everybody around the world uses because I know I have a lot of listeners that aren't from the United States. <laughs> I'm trying to be mindful, you guys. <laughs> so you have one small box and that's the physical cravings and then you have a really big box and that's the mental attachment to nicotine and the, the using nicotine to escape emotions, okay? So when we start learning about quitting vaping, I think the first place you want to start with quitting is educational. It's like, let's learn about what nicotine addiction is, dopamine, how it works in our brain. Let's learn about the physical like withdrawal symptoms so that I can be armed with information to get through that. Because with knowledge comes power, right? If I'm aware that it's not that bad to get through the physical and I know everything about it and I can expect these things in advance, I'm going to be much more likely to get through it without an issue. It's when we are blindsided and we don't know what's going on 
And then all the emotions that being confused, frustrated, overwhelmed comes in because of a lack of knowledge, that's when we have issues. So the first part is like, let's learn about addiction. Okay. You just did. If you want more information, you can go to the episode a couple episodes ago. It's literally called nicotine 101. And I threw a nicotine timeline in there too. Okay. So that'll help you. Now, the second part of learning how to change an addiction, especially, um, you know, one that has such a grip over every aspect of your life, like vaping does, because it's so accessible, is you want to find out what is currently circling in your head about vaping. What do I believe about vaping? Why do I believe these va- these vaping beliefs? Where did these originate from? Doesn't really matter. You don't need to go into the Freudian past and like sit on a couch and ask your mom why you she vaped and all that shit. Like you don't need to do any of that. The only thing you need to know in terms of changing your behavior is what do I believe right now in this moment that's creating a result and why do I believe it so I can start to change that belief. If I am unwilling to look at the reasons I vape and I'm unwilling to do this thought work and understand the reasons why I'm doing something, then you're going to have a lot of trouble quitting and I recommend that you go to some other specialist to help you with quitting vaping, not me because I solve problems here and the way to solve problems is by understanding your thoughts and your emotions and then by changing them intentionally. That is called metacognition. That's the skill set, by the way, that you're going to want to use for the rest of your life to create any result. So I'd recommend that you try it now. And if you're resistant to that, that's okay. Go talk to someone else who's probably going to get you on nicotine replacement because they don't know what the actual issue is. Okay, (laughs) I'm on it today. All right, so now you understand that the chemical addiction itself is one of the reasons why you're continuing to vape, but it's not the problem. It's a symptom, okay? You understand that that's not the issue. So we can almost just like, after you're educated about the physical withdrawal symptoms, we can just put that in a box on the side and not even worry about it because that's not a problem. So I just want to say that. Like, if you're scared about the physical withdrawal cravings, you don't understand the actual issue is the emotional and the mental part. So let's talk about that. So you also understand that your thoughts create your emotions, and that you're the only reason you crave nicotine, the only reason that you have the emotions of craving, desire, and urges to use vaping is because of your thoughts about nicotine. And you might say, Andrew, no, the addiction is what's making me have cravings. No, it's not. Addiction itself is something that is, it's a fact in our life that we can't control. If you're currently addicted to nicotine, yes, you're going to have a physical anxiety in your body. You will have physical withdrawal symptoms. Physical withdrawal symptoms do not create urges. Your thoughts about the physical withdrawal symptoms do, okay? So if you're thinking, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, I have cravings that are caused by addiction. No, you do not. Addiction actually doesn't cause cravings. It's our thoughts about the addictive substance and our thoughts about physical sensations in our body that that withdrawal creates. That's what's creating the urge that's an emotion, okay? Physical addiction does not create urges. It's very important to understand that because that means that you can actually learn how to sit with your urges and to be with them and to take agency over them. And taking control over an urge is the most important step in overcoming it. It's the lack of control and the lack of power that makes you feel so powerless, I guess. (laughs) If I had to use a word, that seems like the right one that makes you not be able to control the situation. Okay. So you do have control over the urges and the cravings. I'm not saying that you should never experience a craving, but I'm just saying they are being created by your thoughts. They're optional. And that's important to understand. Okay. So you understand that physical addiction is not a big deal. You understand that your thoughts are creating emotions in your body that make you want to use vaping. And the third part is also that part of life is just uncomfortable emotions. Like anxiety is very important. Dread is very important. Boredom is very important. All those emotions have utility and they're telling, they're there to tell you something. Okay. So when we learn to use substances to numb over our emotions, that's a problem. And let me tell you about it. So 
the main way that I help people emotionally quit vaping is I teach them how to feel their feelings. And you might be like, oh my God, Andrew, ground, that's revolutionary, groundbreaking. And right, it's not. That's why what I teach is simple. It's not easy because it's simple to understand and feel a feeling, but you go ahead and sit with it when you're having a vape craving and a thought that you can't control. You go ahead and sit with it when you're in extreme anxiety that you've never actually learned how to process before. What I teach is so valuable because I don't just teach you the mental side. It's like, let's actually do the exercise of sitting in an emotion so that next time you're in anxiety, you don't need to vape over it. So there's three reasons why anybody vapes. One is nicotine addiction. That's the small box we can just put aside. That's not the reason why you started. It's one of the things you're going to have to overcome when you quit. It's not a big deal. The next two are that you have thoughts about nicotine that make you want it, that make you desire it. People who do not vape, they do not desire nicotine. I know that because I'm now one of them. I have no desire in my life to vape. And you might say, Andrew, well, that's brainwashing. You've convinced yourself that you don't like nicotine. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Now you get the point. You've convinced yourself that you do. Who's losing here? I'm not. I love my life. I'm not addicted to anything. So here's the thing. Your thoughts are optional. You get to be delusional on either side of the belief systems. I get to delusionally think that I love nicotine and it serves me and it helps me. Or I get to delusionally think that nicotine isn't who I want to become. And I will tell you right now, being on both sides of those belief systems, I'm winning here. Okay? And if you're listening to this podcast, you agree. So I want you to be winning. So change your fucking thoughts about nicotine. So the nicotine addiction itself, not a big deal. The thoughts, you've got to change. You've got to look at the reasons why you're vaping. You have to look at the reasons why you think that, why you believe that. Be compassionate with yourself when you do this work. You don't just like force yourself to change beliefs with judgment and shame. You like look at the reasons you believe something with compassion and curiosity because those are the emotions that you actually create mental shifts with. You don't judge someone into changing their beliefs. You just help them understand and really talk about it with so much love and compassion and that's the foundation. Now the third part again is that you're using nicotine to avoid uncomfortable emotions. Your thoughts are creating the desire, the emotions to want to vape and then you're also experiencing on a daily basis uncomfortable emotions that you've trained yourself to get out of because that's what our society does, okay? Our society has taken normal emotions like anxiety and shame and guilt and dread and fear and they've told you that there's something wrong with experiencing those. They've pathologized them. They've diagnosed them. And now the psych world is all kind of fucked up because like there are real like disorders. Like I do agree with anxiety having a disorder and pain disorder. Like that does exist, but we've kind of just mixed all those regular emotions into there. And now anybody who experiences anxiety in our society is told that they're wrong and there's something wrong and they have a disorder and we need to medicate them. And guess what? You know, what's so funny is that if you're using nicotine, you're already self-medicating. So that's not the cure. The cure is to learn how to be with those emotions with compassion for yourself and to not escape them. So if you can change your thoughts about nicotine intentionally, that's a skill set. It's called metacognition. That's what I teach. If you can learn how to feel your emotions, literally just feeling your emotions without escape, that's very important. And then also at that point, I mean, genuinely, if you get to those two things, the physical addiction is going to be so easy. You're going to have so much like gratitude getting through that addiction with ease. It's not even going to be an issue. Okay. So those are the three reasons why anybody vapes. And now why is this important? Again, I've done so many episodes on this, but I want to just tell you, if you're vaping, it's stopping you from feeling your emotions. If you can't feel your emotions, you don't know what you're feeling about things in your life. That means that you are actually tolerating things you don't like in your life pretty much. In addition, you don't know what you actually want. So if you're numbing your emotions, you're literally wiping out the emotional guidance system you have telling you what you should do with your life. That means that you don't know what you want to do with your life when you're constantly numbing things. In addition, numbing emotions messes with your dopamine systems. 
That means if you're numbing emotions, you're not going to have motivation, drive, and enjoy pleasure. That means that you're going to be all fucked up because you're not going to know what you want. You're not going to know what you don't want. You're going to be tolerating a whole bunch of things that you don't want. You won't even know that you're doing this. And in addition, you're going to have no motivation, drive, or pleasure to seek out things that would actually bring you long-term fulfillment that isn't instant gratification, hedonistic addiction. Okay? So quit vaping. Here's how you do it. If you want more information, check out my resources. I will be making a shit ton of content in 2024. This is going to be my year. It's the year of the dragon. I'm a pig. Um, I was born in 95, so I'm a pig, but it's the year of the dragon. And I guess the pig is supposed to be the lucky one. And I just am feeling that. So you'll see me around. I'm really excited to be out here. You'll get one more episode on me on this podcast. It's going to just kind of be like a recap and what, you know, about me and then the podcast and where I'm headed in the future. So that if you're a fan, you can continue following forward and yeah, you'll see me around. So my new program will be out in January. Um, around the first week of January, it's going to be just a bomb-ass program. <laughs> I am actually in awe at how much value I put in this program. So thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it. You was kind. You was smart. You was important. Have a fantastic day. And I'll talk to you on the last episode next week. I want to take a second to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And just a quick reminder that I do have free and paid resources in my bio. And you can always click the donation link and give back to me and the value you believe you're receiving for this podcast. This podcast is my best work. It's taken me an entire year of my life to create it. I've had hundreds of people reach out and thank me so much for the huge changes it's had on their life and relationship to nicotine. So if you can give back and you've gotten value and you want to, please pay it forward so that I can keep my resource free for everyone. I'm on a mission to help everyone escape the matrix by giving them the best information, tools, resources, mental health education so that everybody can live the life that they want. And I'd appreciate it so much if you could consider giving back and the value that you believe you've received. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you outside the matrix.